0: You're listening to radio fixing. Welcome to Radio Fixate Volume 1. I'm your host, Arianne Anandita Ananzaputri. I'm using my last name because that's what I always use when I'm doing audio podcast stuff. I should be more consistent with that, but I am famously a very inconsistent person, which is where this idea was born out of. Um... So I've recently made the decision to try and slow down as much as I can, which includes giving myself the time and the space to gestate things instead of pushing them out because I need to have something out every week. And I feel like by doing a podcast, which is arguably more work, oh, so smart, Ari, um, I think it's just nice to sort of shake things up and you know, commit to putting something out every other Wednesday, giving myself time and space to sort of have a gap of of, of like a nothing week which is okay because you know we're not going anywhere <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah it's a not really a long-term solution more like a feeble and again laborious attempt at compromise because I feel like I've proven to myself that I can write something every week, even though I'm not always too happy about the quality or subject matter. So consider, you know, the hypothesis of that experiment proven, completed, results are in, etc. And this is a brand new experiment, not really all that brand new. Um, I host another podcast called The Drip Town Lemurie Remain under the Breadcrumbs Collective and I co-host Franchised with uh, Jonathan and Phil from the Podtrial Cinecast. And they're so much fun to do, but they're like an entirely different ballgame. You know, they're very structured. They're specific towards film and TV and with ADTLM, sometimes music. Um, And that's more, and I really do enjoy doing that, but I feel like I want to get into a bit more of an abstract realm here. And do what all the white guys do when they think they have something to say. Say them. Um, (laughs) This is more like an audio companion than a podcast. Um, I'll have some guests down the line, of course. But it'll be more like, you know, shooting the shit. And talking about what we're obsessed over and how and why. And how that relates to how we consume media. And how that affects our lives online and offline. Um, I've just been really wanting to do something a little different even though it's not all that different <laughs> a return to audio i haven't done podcasts in a while in like a few months so this would be nice to try and do a low stakes version of what i've been trying to do for the last couple of years which is what i said a tell them would be but you know there's gonna be an episode this month next month really but i'm recording it at the end of this month so look out for that. But yeah, this will be a bit more, uh, more low stakes than that. <laughs> so yeah, thank you for joining us here on Radio Fixate today. And um, let's jump right in. So I've been really fascinated by the idea of gaps in knowledge um, my brother and I were rewatching How I Met Your Mother this week, and there was an episode called Legend Daddy, which is where Barney, uh, Neil Patrick Harris' character, meets his estranged father for the first time. And because of that, the gang sort of, there's like a bit in the beginning, setting everything up, where they're at Barney's house, and they need to fix his TV, but Barney has no tools in his house because he doesn't know how to use them. He just calls the super. He never sort of does it himself. Um, and Ted realizes that Barney doesn't know how to use tools because he's never met his father. Uh, he never knew his father. And then, you know, the super knocks on the door, but it's not the super. It's barney's dad and throughout the episode um as barney and his father try and make some sort of connection um the rest of the gang figure out their own gaps in knowledge like ted doesn't know how to pronounce chameleon he says chameleon i used to say that a lot in middle school with my friends i have a vague memory of you know chameleon um Robin doesn't know that the North Pole is a real place. You know, Lily has bad aim and Marshall can't wink. There's all this stuff, little stuff, like um, a different degrees of, of things I think we would expect ourselves to know by a certain point in our lives. And I like the idea that even in their like mid-30s, people still don't know shit. And it goes on until forever, I think, which is why... I find a lot of comfort in gaps in knowledge because I'm like, you know, super young and annoying and turning 24, which is less annoying than 23, but still pretty annoying. Um, And I have like a myriad of gaps in my own personal knowledge. I also think it just reminds me specifically, I hope it reminds you too to sort of just be kind of curious about stuff like, oh, I don't know this thing. That's fine. I'll, learn how to do that or figure out how to do that or ask someone else to do it that's also another thing like i've never been very good at asking for help so i think a way to sort of supplement those gaps in knowledge is to ask for help to talk about it so yeah if you want to let me know what your gaps in knowledge are you will soon find out mine which are fine it'll be it'll be a cool cool conversation i'll leave like the comments or discussion open at the end of this newsletter so, what are some of my gaps in knowledge, you ask? Nobody asked. Um, camera specs, I am clueless. Like, I went to film school, and I do like making things that are moving and visual, but I have no idea, like, of any specifics whatsoever. The other day, I was, like, you know, helping my brother take photos for his, like, online shop, and he was like, I'll just change it to this. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I didn't want to look stupid. Which is such a, again, like another huge, like, why are we all so afraid of looking stupid? I, I feel like I need to lean into it more. Like, I need to lean into being inconsistent and lean into acting like an absolute fool. I feel like life would be much brighter. <laughs> a lot more fun. Um, but you know at the risk of being cringe which is all the rage these days um, so yeah camera specs no clue um, I also have massive gaps in knowledge in audio engineering and it's glaringly obvious in some of my earlier audio work still even to this day I got a new mic which kind of like you know does all the work for me <laughs> and I could always just ask my friends if ever I need help but I need to work up to that to ask people but yeah hopefully it just shows that you know you can you can get better with time and money um, I'm always worried that I like m- I like missed something when I first adopted my cats you know like a do's and don'ts kind of thing like I know they're just videos on YouTube but I feel like I feel like there are things that I should know that I don't I will look them up but again I feel like that's also a kind of you learn with time kind of thing as you spend more time with your cats like i'm learning now that my cat revy she she's never liked being carried you know my other cat heidi she loves being created like a baby but revy hates it and she's warming up to it now but she can only do it for a short amount of time because i think there's a spot just by her stomach that just isn't comfortable for her or for anybody to touch so that's a that's a thing we're figuring out I guess and we'll learn more because cats are hilarious they're like people but better um what else don't I know daylight savings I don't I don't get it I've never gotten it like you could try and explain it to me and how beneficial it is to get more sunlight it is beneficial to get more sunlight but like sunlight's there and then it's not you know you can't the sun has no master you know I feel like the Western Hemisphere are a bunch of control freaks uh, that are trying to control the sun. That was very conspiratorial. But, you know, I never got it because I never had to deal with it or here, Because there's always sunlight here in Indonesia, Even when it's raining cats and dogs. Another thing I don't really get, and it's going to sound super stupid, is I have really bad, like, period cycle math. Like... I don't really know how to do it. I tried using the apps, but I'm so bad at logging information, Um, like making that a habit. And I have really irregular cycles anyway. So I'm always like, oh, once it goes back to normal, we should be able to work that out. And I'm like, no, like you don't, like you never work it out because it's always irregular um so yeah those are my gaps in knowledge what are some of your gaps in knowledge please let me know what's something you've always like wanted to learn I'm currently learning how to sew which I've always wanted to do because um I think I've said before kind of like me knitting or crocheting is kind of like a sublimated childhood dream to make my own clothes so finally learning to sew huge deal what's something you've always wanted to learn let me know in the comments below you're still listening to Radio Fixate. Next up on Radio Fixate, we're going to talk about things I've been listening to. Uh- <laughs> When I have a guest, this will be less annoying. I promise. <laughs> um, but what, I've been getting back into podcasts, as evidenced by me talking your ear off right now. Um, one of my favorite things to listen to right now are rewatch podcasts because just it, it's the most emblematic, like, concrete evidence of you know the nostalgia market, and I'm kind of obsessed with it as we know. Um, I'm really loving the New Girl Rewatch podcast. Welcome to our show. New Girl ended like, what, four or five years ago, and the fact that they have a rewatch podcast already is just brilliant. Um, I love the community one from two years ago, The Darkest Timeline, which is also like half coronavirus podcast, half community rewatch podcast, slash reunion podcast. There's Real Life Fake Doctors, The Scrubs one and the it's always Sony podcast brilliant i listen to them every week when i'm working <laughs> because it's nice to have a bunch of insane people talk your ear off while you're trying to concentrate at least that's what i need to concentrate but um yeah the new girl podcast welcome to our show the episode this week is the one i've been waiting for forever it's um an interview with jake johnson i adore jake johnson uh his new show Minx is out right now. I'm going to I'm going to go watch it later cuz I just paid for my HBO subscription. But um Jake Johnson talks a bit about Minx on the New Girl podcast and they talk about, you know, the time that they shared there as a cast, some of their favorite moments, some of their They do a lot of bits together. There's this one part where Zoe and uh, Zoe Deschanel and Jake Johnson sort of take take everybody through the bits that they've been doing for the last 10 years like they have long-running bits which i think is adorable um there's another part that i'm kind of obsessed with because jake johnson has sort of become you know kind of a sex symbol kind of a hunk he is a hunk um and zoe Deschanel just says yeah jake when did you become oscar isaac which i barreled over laughing because so true they should do a face-off reboot together because they look kind of similar and they're both kind of like Hot in the same rugged kind of way. I'm going to link that there too. It's a really fun listen, especially if you love um, New Girl. What else have I been listening to? Music. Um, I'm the kind of person that listens to the same playlist for like three months. (laughs) Until, you know, a new set of songs start to creep into my brain. But recently... I've been trying to get back into listening to new releases, starting small. I've been listening to nothing but Silk Chiffon for six months, so when Muna came out with Anything But Me, their new single, ah, Obsessed, I love it so much. They have, seriously, probably one of the more refreshing sounds in pop indie, like right now. Um, I love the music video, you know, I love that Yeehaw Cowboy stuff, they're great constant repeat by charlie xcx is probably my favorite song off of crash i really do genuinely enjoy the album i've missed charlie i wonder though if like <laughs> some of her best music is about her cheating on her boyfriend which is what everybody's been talking about online so charlie album great um yeah constant repeat is one of those songs that like it sounds like you can still shake your ass in the club to it when you really listen to the lyrics you're like oh man man, she's really real for that. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> this isn't really a new release. It, it was new two years ago. I just didn't know they came out with a new album. So I used to listen to The Neighborhood all the time in middle school. I'm fairly certain there's a cover of Sweater Weather somewhere out there on my SoundCloud, cloud. But um, I didn't know they came out with a new album in 2020. It was called, it's called Chip Chrome and the Monotones. And there's a song on it. I think it's like the second track. There's a song on it called Pretty Boy. Which I absolutely adore. Oh, I'm obsessed with it. It's going to creep up into my, like, what do you call it? Spotify wrapped this year. I just know it. It's, you know, slow and tender. And, and it it's, I think, the closest to their old sound. Um, as you're going to get on the album. Maybe I'm wrong. But, you know, it's okay to be wrong, too. <laughs> it's okay to not know things and it's okay to be wrong. Why say anything at all? <laughs> um, my sort of final foray into music was I was reminded whilst I was rewatching Twilight that Robert Pattinson has done music for the first Twilight film. And the two songs that he did, Let Me Sign, and uh, Never Think, <laughs> Never Think. Never Rob Bert Pattinson. Yeah, it's called Never Think. Oh, so true. Um, yeah. Those two songs are actually quite good. His voice is really, really nice. Um, I think it's him playing the guitar on it. I know that he plays guitar on that one Death Grip song. I can't remember which song, but he's on there. Um his voice is really, really like gritty and interesting. Um, he also did a song with Tindersticks called Willow for the uh, for High Life that um, Claire Denis film, which I really really like. It's a really pretty song. Um, he should. D- I don't know if he makes music in his spare time. I mean, I know Suki Waterhouse makes music. I wonder if they make music together. Um, I wonder. I really want Robert Pattinson to do music for the next Batman film. Like I feel like Wayne Enterprises would have a record label and Bruce would just be in there making his silly little, like, silly little Mitski covers, silly little Nirvana covers, you know, and we'll get to hear that, hopefully. So Matt Reeves, take notes. We would have loved to play you some music, but we don't have the rights to those songs on Radio Fixate. Next up, what have we been reading here on Radio Fixate? There's this really great John Waters profile in the New York Times that I am I absolutely adore. I adore John Waters. Um, he's so awesome and he's so funny. And he's just... I think this profile specifically is a really good reminder of where... Sort of counterculture is supposed to lie. I hate the word supposed. Like, the, the idea that, you know, you can challenge the status quo in a way that's both provocative and insightful and funny. And he brings up a really good point in there how it's not just like a, duh, people are so sensitive these days, snowflakes, duh. It's nothing like that. It's more that, like, what we do now for comedy at least in like a everyday sort of being hyper online kind of thing is too quick it's, it's a super quick turnaround it's always just everything is is too not too everything is reactionary in a way that we don't really have time to process it whereas you know stuff like eating shit and pink flamingos that's like Nobody's making stuff like that anymore, uh, and I think it'd be cool if we all go back to that sort of that sort of definition of audacity. You know, I feel like when it comes to audacity, it's always either um, just some white people doing insane stuff for the sake of it, or being really um, what do you call it, inconsiderate towards other people, or just you know being reckless so you know maybe put some I, I don't know I think it, it'd be worth exploring I'll probably try and write something or talk about it sometime soon just the idea of you know putting some real substance behind audacity again I know that sounds super pretentious and assholy but you know it's a really great profile you should go check it out and read it I had a really great time. This is, there's a bit in it where he talks about um, he recommends to the interviewer really they should do poppers, and he's very persuasive. It's really funny. Another article, I think it was on Curbed. It was about um, Caroline Calloway leaving New York. Now I have very limited knowledge of Caroline Calloway. I know that um, she was on Z-Way's Instagram Live, being questioned about books she actually read on you know racial justice and inequality. Uh, an iconic an iconic instagram live um and i also know that she likes scam people by selling like workshops or skincare or something of the sort and this article um this carved article was really cool because it was just about and very relevant because she apparently has been in the news for like not paying her rent and leaving her apartment in such like a horrible state and the article is about sort of her apartment about you know the kind of dinner parties or non-dinner parties that she throws there and the kind of people that would come and kind of what you know that very elusive scene like that relationship between the scene and her um is it's really cool to read um We'll also link that below. I feel like I don't have any coherent thoughts because I'm just talking. Um, but then again, when have we been coherent on this newsletter, letter? Um, my beloved readers and listeners. Another thing that I've been reading sort of related to that last article, more so because of like, you know, influencer culture, clout chasing, all that stuff. There's um, So Get Rich or Lie Trying by Simeon Brown is out. Really great book. I'm almost finished with it. It's so it's so jarring and kind of harrowing to read about things that are happening either with things that are either happening in real time or things that you remember happening within the last two or three years that have made things feel like they've moved so quickly. Um, probably one of my favorite dissections of kind of modern. Internet culture and late stage capitalism, it's super insightful, really, really scary. There's like a couple of chapters in there about like um you know, influencer modeling and plastic surgery and sort of like plastic surgery clinics hiring micro influencers to say that their procedures are safe when, you know, they're not um it's really really interesting the last chapter is on activism and I completely forgot about the whole like Duray McKesson, Sean King beef and when Brown wrote about that for like two or three paragraphs I just went oh my god that was like recent <laughs> oh that's so wild it's a really really good book uh, if you get your hands on it please check it out um anything else that we want to talk about Ari <laughs> i'm planning on rewatching sydney white and she's the man because my friends have been talking a lot about um amanda bynes so i think we're overdue for an amanda bynes renaissance and her conservatorship was terminated recently free amanda free britney um yeah so this has been the first inaugural episode of radio fixate radio fixate volume one let me know what you think let me know if you want me to do more of these let me know if you want me to stop uh <laughs> let me know if you want to come on I would love to have some pals on we could talk about our respective writing endeavors or whatever it is we're we're watching listening consuming obsessing over um just a couple of last last things I just remembered Moon Knight is coming out next week and so Moon Knight Press has started it has been going on for a while for some reason I haven't been seeing a lot of it but um at the premiere for Moon Knight, I think the American premiere, um Oscar Isaac is wearing this like brown suit coat thing, but it's not like a like a shitty brown, it's like a nice brick color. I love it. Brown is really in right now. There are these two images of Andrew Garfield and Matthew Grey Goobler, my future husband. Who said that? What? Um, they're both wearing, like, brown velvet suit jackets, which are both very cool, but also very odd to me. There's something odd about it, but I quite like it as well. I would rock a brown velvet, like, suit jacket. I would rock brown velvet anything. I think they should put John Bernthal in some brown velvet. You see? I gotta. I brought all of them up, you know? Uh <laughs> so yeah this has been radio fixate thank you so much for listening i will see you next week or the week after that with either a new um newsletter or a new episode take care yeah thanks for listening love you bye